This is RFC Extra, episode 4. This week's RFC Extra is brought to you by the crew of Superhero Time, the Toku Podcast. You can find Superhero Time at tokupodcast.com. RFC Extra is discussion from Radio Free Cybertron, or in this case, one of our other podcasts, which doesn't make the weekly episode of RFC, usually due to length. It was recorded after Radio Free Cybertron wrapped up, or it was recorded on a different day, or time, or a different venue. Again, this week's episode of RFC Extra is brought to you by the crew of Superhero Time at tokupodcast.com. And as always, if you want to help out Radio Free Cybertron, do your Amazon shopping through our website. Go to tfradio.net and click on the Amazon logo, use the Amazon widget, or click on the RFC Transformers store. If you own or run a small business and you do your business shopping through Amazon, go ahead and do it through our website. That would help us out a lot, and it would be really great if you could. If your business is shopping through our link, let us know. We'll give you a shout-out. I'm currently recording this introduction at the Marriott Century Center in Atlanta, Georgia, where tomorrow we will have our Transformers panel. If all goes to plan, that will be the episode of RFC Extra for next week. We will bring you the panel from Jolanta 2015. Now let's join the Superhero Time crew. Megatron is almost good. Well, Peter? Anyway, he's good. He's just almost great. Did you find uh, another one for me yet? The New Generations one? Yes. Which one oh, you did? G1 or the Armada? No, it's saying yes to Ken. Uh, and of course, G1, I'm not buying that Armada piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering which one. I've already got a good Armada Megatron. Why would I want a, a bad one? You've got the best Armada Megatron. Nothing will be a better toy than that first Armada Megatron. What if Armada Megatron was orange? Ooh. A, it Is wouldn't be Armada part of Megatron. Orange? It wouldn't be Armada Megatron if it was completely orange. <laughs> It'd be better, right? Well, I'm just saying it wouldn't be Megatron if it was all orange. What, what, no, it, that's just Fire Guts Megatron. <laughs> and it'd be safety Megatron, like Lava Bath or something. Yeah. Lava Bath Armada Megatron. <laughs> hmm. Here's an idea. <laughs> that toy doesn't have a lot of scraping spots, does it? That, that's totally a repaint option. Forearms are a problem. Oh, you'll figure something out. Just cheat and make him not transform. No, it wouldn't be right. I oh, they actually that they, they actually, uh, have the uh, beat that they have the uh, uh, spark pardon? chamber door from uh, Beast Wars, but sideways. Yeah. Oh, they over time finally released that Garo side story. Uh huh. Good lord. That one you kept calling Legs the Movie? We still do call it Legs the Movie. Why? Watch it and see. <laughs> or Did Sakamoto you... direct it or something? No, but if you've seen Jobby and Rekka fight, then... <coughs> well... Or just seen their wardrobe. Yeah. And this is a movie all about just Jobby and Rekka, so... Mm-hmm. There you go. <coughs> I guess Ken's gonna die. 
We should probably uh, give him a minute so he's not coughing while we're doing the show. Give me a second. Let me hit mute. So, Mickey, go hurry up and find another one of those so you can come meet me in Murfreesboro tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Okay, there we go. Well, I'd go to the other Toys R Us, but, you know, it closed. Oh, did it? Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, well. I Guess can't no- even find... I can't even find the, the current Voyagers around here anywhere, much less. Uh, I saw one at Walmart this morning. I haven't seen Brain. I still haven't seen Brainstorm. I haven't. Jesus You're not Christ. going to at this point. No, no, no. no. I never saw Brainstorm. Well, there's always Ross. Well, okay, good point. <laughs> I never saw Brainstorm. I have not seen Silverboil or Optimus. Or I've seen tons of Brainstorm. Mm. I haven't seen RC on shelves anywhere. No, I've seen Windblade. Yeah, uh, quite I saw Chromia. Game, actually, I have, not, I have not seen the RC. I suspect she probably just got nabbed. But I don't think she even showed up here because yeah, her wave showed up here, just not her. Which means to say that she probably did show up for like five minutes. <laughs> so, what you, you saw Chromia in stores? I think I'm pretty sure. Yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I did. Okay. Had to think for a second because I own that toy. Technically, just not as Chromia. <laughs> when it originally came out as RC. Oh, as Prime it's much RC. better as Chromia. <laughs> oh, good. I didn't like that uh, the print version of the RC anyway. So if it's upgraded, that's good. Of course, Chromia gets a great toy, then they get on her character. Stupid Windblade comic. I know. I'm odd man out on this. Everyone loves Windblade but me. I haven't could, read that. You could, you could have a conversation with Rob Springer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to tell you how your opinions are wrong and invalid. Factually. Because my opinions are different, which makes my opinions... Ha, your, ha. Opinions are, your, your opinions are are objective. I hung up on him. Huh? Let's, see if, let's see if he'll actually come back, though. Did you hang ha, up ha. on him? Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so that's what I was saying. Your opinions are wrong and valid. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's down a flight of stairs. <sighs> No, I don't think Rob Springer really cared for that either, so... There's at least one person you could talk to who would agree with you. It was just so disappointing, because I went in expecting it to be great, and I just didn't like it. Like, any of it. I mean, I like her, the way she draws faces. Mm-hmm. But, um... I found it hard to read, unnecessarily dark, and not terribly well-written. And I don't understand why I feel this way and no one else does. Mm. Like with the Marvel movies, I completely understand. I can, I can describe right it specifically. Else is wrong. <laughs> but uh, in the case of Windblade, I feel like I am wrong for not liking it. With Maybe. Marvel movies, it's the other way around. I feel like you're wrong for liking it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the style of storytelling and the larger parts of the art just don't appeal to you. I guess so. And also makes me all man out is I like robots in disguise, and I like. The, the version where they've gone to Earth, too, from what I've read so far. 
I liked Robots in Disguise for the first 12 or 15 issues. Kind of got worse after that. I lo- I liked everything up until Dark Cybertron, and I still need to catch up after that. No, Dark Cybertron I, was pretty terrible across the board. I would probably I, but, like course, Red... Also, in fairness, it's mostly when I kind of like ran out of money. So <laughs> that has something to do with it, too. And of course, a third of Dark Cybertron was drawn by a, a baboon. Yeah, you couldn't make it out. Uh, so. you're, you're going to be more specific than that. I think he means Livio. Yeah. Well, he could have meant Livio, James Rise, uh, Atelia Rojo. I think Livio especially is just like, why God? <laughs> the absolute worst of it was anything that took place in the Dead Universe because it was incomprehensible. That was, yeah, that was Ramondelli. Yeah, Ramondelli. It's just, let's just keep on throwing effects and up of effects and color filters so you can't even tell who's in the scene. Oh, go read um, go read Atrocity and Monstrosity <sighs> and Primacy. Oh, Atrocity is not the name, but that's what we called it because it was so bad. Um, it was Autocracy, I think. Yeah. Go read that because Ramondelli did all the um, illustrations in that. Illustrations. I can hear the quotation marks around, around that word. I, I've sworn <laughs> off referring to what he does as art. Officially. <laughs> Like when I anytime on uh when I do the uh reviews for T Formers, anytime I have to do a a review of one of the books he's drawn, it's always crediting him with illustrations where everybody else I credit with art. <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody picked up on that? Uh, if so, nobody's spoken up about it. Why did Derek Yaniger have to leave us? <laughs> I miss him. We need more Manny Galen. Said no one ever. <laughs> no, no, no. Galen's good when he's not having to ape Erringer. I guess. Hmm. We need more Yamtov. Because colors, what are they anyway? <laughs> what are they good for? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> They really should have gotten Yom Tov for regeneration. Yeah. <laughs> no, they should have let Guido do regeneration one the whole way through and let him draw it and color it like he did the uh, Robots in Disguise annual. Yes. Yes. Because that would have mm-hmm. been a perfect style match and it would have been, you know, really good art the whole way through. Let's put Yom Tov together with Ramondelli. <sighs> um, the like I've seen Ramondelli's like line work, and it's not great, but you can actually like see what stuff is. You know, he puts his lines down, and then he throws mud and feces on it, <laughs> and, and then runs a couple filters on top of that, and you can't really tell what's what anymore. And that's kind so of so basically. So it looks like Kuga. No, Kuga looks better than that. Looks like Time Ranger. Well, let's. I I, I can still tell what's happening in Kuga. Yeah. Yeah, true. (laughs) Like, I I can watch Kuga. I like Kuga. Ramadelli. Stop doing that noise. (laughs) He couldn't. He's conveying the pain he feels reading Ramondelli stuff. 
through trying, the joy that induces pain. pain in others. Yes, yes, that's exactly it. See, I understand this. <laughs> Remember we had a good Transformers cartoon in the air? Animated? Remember, Before that was Beast Wars? Yeah, I was thinking of Beast Wars. That, like, that's always what's going to be first in my mind when you say good Transformers cartoon. The last time, though. You know. A- animated's kind of run cold with me after a while. I don't know what it... I'm, mm. I don't, give a, I don't care about animated anymore, but it's a fine cartoon. It works. Yeah, it yeah it's, it's a good cartoon. I just don't have strong feelings about it anymore. I, I had I used to have stronger feelings than I do, and but certain fandom now people, <laughs> people can ruin things for you very easily. Yeah, I, like, I know that I also, every Monday. I also think that <laughs> You're welcome. I I also think the third season of Transformers Prime was rather strong. Oh, I. I like not I, I, not I even in comparison to the first two seasons. Just overall, it was a strong season. Prime, I liked the first season. They had problems. The second season was atrocious, but yeah. the third season and Predacons Rising is really, really good. I think it is. I just can't get over how bored season one, season two made me to give season three a try. Mm-hmm. I tried to watch like three episodes in a row, and my attention just would not stay on the show. Mm-hmm. Am I the season- only one who checked out the new cartoon? Uh, I, watch, I watched the first two episodes. I'm gonna watch the. I'm gonna watch them tonight. I uh, got links passed to me. My internet was just screwy last night. But um, no, it's like if you can't make it, like I will still say season one's good. If you can't make it through season two, no, can't blame. <laughs> it's it's off. It's bad. I mean, it's yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah. And, and, it, and it, it's weird too because it's all the same production crew. Nothing changed. It's just their ability to do anything just went straight down the crapper, and I think they realized they. I, I think they they realized what they were doing because it's again it's the same people for season three, but they were able to pull it back. Okay, so like what we were talking about with the Sentai stuff earlier, where we thought if Tokuger had you know more episodes in its run, all it would be is filler and you know slow the show down. It wouldn't really contribute anything. That was basically the problem with season two of Prime, and season three is better because they had 13 episodes to do. No filler. Everything that had to be done to get from point A to Predacons Rising had to happen in that space. So, you know, everything was right to the point, and it fixed the biggest problems of season two. Yeah, and and they had some really just creative stuff in in, uh, Beast Hunters. Like, you know, say... Uh, what was my like that? That even just like direction wise, that fight between Ultra Magnus, Will Jack, and Predaking, yeah, is one of the best fights in Transformers ever. I think it's real. No, it's really good. Like the animation studio, when they're on point, they're really strongly on point. Mm-hmm. When they are given the script to work from to get them to that point, which is which they were going through the motions in season two as well. It's just like. They didn't have anything to work with. <laughs> season two had 13 episodes of story expanded to 26 episodes. And it yep. wasn't an even expansion either. Like, you would sometimes get three episodes to a one-episode story. Right. Yeah, I think part of the problem I have with Prime is that I don't really like the characters. I did. I, I like um, Starscream. I like Starscream. I like Starscream, and, Starscream, and I, I like love Volcare. Knockout. Yeah. Uh, uh, all the Autobots I found boring. Ratchet's like, okay, but that's like, that's I largely like because kind of fast. Ratchet nah. Ratchet was good 
largely based on Jeffrey Combs. Yeah, he was. But if it had been another voice actor, it wouldn't have worked as well. At the same time, they they recorded lines before animation, though, didn't they? I believe so. Probably. A lot of it is drawn from Jeffrey Combs. Yeah. Um. No, I'm just saying, like, I like Ratchet. You can have the same lines, you can have the same writing for Ratchet, but if somebody else had done the performance, the character would not have been as enjoyable as it was. Yeah, I like Ratchet, I like RC, I like Bulkhead. I really liked Will Jack, but again, he was not a major character until season three. (laughs) I like animated Bulkhead a lot more than Prime Bulkhead, because animated Bulkhead was more of a character. I really like, I don't agree, but, you know. That's it. So part of the problem I saw is that a lot of the things in Prime were just shadows of what they were in animated. No, like, like I, I understand what Mickey's talking about. You know, there's a couple of really standout characters in the show, but for the most part, they're flat, and you don't really like connect or engage with the characters any. And especially not Prime. That that is the worst Prime. Sleepy yeah. Grandpa Prime. Optimus. No, and terrible Bumblebee. movie Bumblebee taking no, see, a slot here, with his non-character. Here's the, <laughs> here's the thing, and this is the only reason. This is one of the only reasons I enjoy the Transformers movies. I fully will embrace movie Prime being this psychopath. <laughs> and yeah, I want to see express in a cartoon. And the fourth movie, the fourth movie took that ball and ran with it. That is exactly what they were writing towards. Yeah, and, I, and that and that is the that is like the biggest thing that made that movie actually enjoyable, is the fact that wow he is just a crazy, bitter. Old they're not soldier. even pretending anymore. No, <laughs> like they're not treating him like a hero. They're treating him like the character everybody thinks he is. <laughs> yeah, it's not a joke anymore. That is the actual. That is his, that is his movie characterization. And fine, sure, it's interesting. Which is more you can say. Yeah, I, I get the joke of all that. If you know, oh, look, this is so not prime. Look how not prime this is. Well, it's not At even the a same joke time though. Uh, if they had written Spider-Man movie where he's using Uzis and shit, it's a little offensive. <laughs> you know, you, you 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 wouldn't really find I, it amusing. I think you can get to that point easier with Prime than you can with Spider-Man. Because well, also, I have, also, I, also, personally, I've, I've always seen Prime as more of an icon. Well, okay, so like I think he's still think, a mil- he's like he's still a military commander that has a hell of a lot of guns and blows the hell out of things. That's a lot m- shorter leap than say Spider Man. <laughs> I think too it needs the slow build because like if they had gone yeah. into the 2007 movie and had Prime be uh, Age of Extinction Prime in that, you know, it would have been hitting a brick wall all at once. Right. And you know everybody would have rejected it. Nobody would be entertained it, by it. Build to it, and maybe we wouldn't have gotten any more. So I'm starting to not see the problem with that. Prime in that first Amen. movie is is much more like the your traditional Prime, right? So you know you do you do this, you do your first he does that first in the face, but do your first Spider Man movie where he's just you know Spider Man going about his business. Second movie, he you know quote unquote accidentally kills someone with his powers. <laughs> yeah, not not really accidentally, but you know, you know, he makes that leap and actually, you know, kills someone. Then in the third movie, you know, he's a little bit freer about using more excessive force. <laughs> then by wait, wait, by the time you get to the wait, fourth wait, movie, wait, wait, wait a second, stop the analogy. We've yeah. already encountered this, Man of Steel. Yeah, 
Except they ran right into that brick wall. Right. You, okay. You, yeah, you but, okay, have but a much easier time accepting yeah. Prime as a killer than Superman, to be honest. I don't know why. Well, because well, Superman for 80 years, or however long, I forget, has been, you know, the paragon of virtue superhero. Prime is still a soldier, regardless of, the, of your continuity. Except maybe Prime is a soldier, but in my view, Prime is someone who does not take any pleasure from killing and will try to avoid doing it whenever possible. Movie Prime relishes killing. (laughs) He does not. Okay, how about the Okay, what about the X Men? And the only reason Superman killed in Man of Steel is because he pulled a Raditz and forgot he could fly. Right, and that's the first step. Second movie will have him killing several people in it, but they'd be like monsters or something. But you know, he wouldn't shed a thought about it. Third movie comes around. Uh, he's shooting Batman in the back while he begs for mercy. I guess we'll see next year when uh, Batman vs Superman comes out. That'll okay, but what, like, okay, so like, what about next the X movie? Though? Oh, Optimus Prime would never betray us. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, is he Mitchie now? <laughs> that's how we get Nemesis. That's how we get movie Nemesis Prime. Okay, it's not no, an but... act of another character. It's just Optimus. It's okay, so like. <laughs> Spider-Man and Superman, you know, maybe that's harder to work. What about the X-Men, though? Because, like, they're not officially soldiers, but, I mean, they are essentially a paramilitary organization. Yeah, but they also employ Wolverine. That's kind of my point, isn't it? Yeah. Who kills everyone he comes across, even though they still have to keep the PG-13 rating. Yeah. Uh, so the difference with the X-Men is, though, is the X-Men have never really been all about being an icon of morality. Uh, um, they've been complex and... Torn characters. Meanwhile, then you have the Avengers, who well, Captain America was a World War II soldier. Avengers, they're kind of a government strike force, more or less. Yes, they employ Black Widow. <laughs> I mean, she's a Russian. She's a you know double a old Russian spy. She came from the freaking KGB. Like, I think the way they've gone with Optimus Prime in the movies works in the setting of the movies. Yeah, I would not want that. Where in a basically show. their not whole society has collapsed around them anyway, and they're basically mad maxing it. Okay. Yeah. The way they've written him for the movies works in the con- context of the movies. Right. I Doesn't don't think they should have written that in the first place, though. That's a fair opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, can, I can absolutely agree with they may not have, maybe should not have created the situation that allowed that to arise in the first place, but within the situation that exists, the way they're doing it is not like out of sorts. And, that, and that's why at this point, at this point, at this many movies in, it's like, okay, I didn't like it at point, but you know what? Okay, fine. If you're going to run with it, you're already at that point. Okay. If you're going to run with it, I'm going to accept what I'm interpreting as the joke. Yeah, and, and it's like if somebody doesn't like that, that's fully I fully respect that because they mm-hmm. don't have to. That's the, that's the great thing about opinions. <laughs> you don't have to like stuff. See internet, you can have opinions and disagree, <laughs> and not come at somebody with a freaking machete. No, you can't. You take that back right now. <laughs> <laughs> there you have an opinion that correlates with mine. <laughs> now look, I'm going to tell you why your opinion is wrong. I'm going to make you feel bad for having that opinion in the first place. Hey, don't take words out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's my job in this show. <laughs> As an elder statesman, I know what's best for you, young whippersnappers. Um, but going back to what originated this, I saw the first two episodes of the new cartoon, and 
it's entertaining. You know, it's not like deep substanceful, but it's entertaining. I guess I'll I see. Really I'm, like I'm, 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 I'm just, uh, I'll see. I'll see for myself. I don't want to judge it immediately. It's How just, does it compare to Rescue Bots? I don't want Rescue Bots. Ooh, okay. I'll be honest. I kind of hated it. How does it compare to something that everybody here has seen in animated? Ah, so see, Palman hates worse. it, which means it must be pretty good. Right. Um, has it, has How does it compare to the AEC trilogy? Or Prime, or... <laughs> well, I mean, it's hard to be bar. worse than the Unicron trilogy. That's, that's a low bar. How does it compare to the Korean dub of Headmasters? I never saw the Korean dub. I think dub. it's easier to understand. <laughs> okay, so anyway, how would you say it is besides that XP? I mean, if you want like the comparison to animated, it's kind of on par with the first season where it's really episodic and, you know, monster of the weekish. Not what I was expecting. Uh, you know, maybe I don't know if it's going to go in the direction animated did, where it like develops deeper storylines as it goes forward. But you know, if you like the first season of animated for what it was, I think you'll have the same experience with this. No, I'll try it. How is it, the it, acting in it? I actually thought the voice acting was pretty good. What about the animation acting? They had oh, <laughs> um, that's been the thing in trailers. Animation is extremely me. primitive. I think. I think you're wrong about that. the The cell shading probably makes it look like a little bit like a throwback, but it's on par with how Prime was animated. It might be dialed back a little bit. The cost the cost structure for making the episodes is probably not what it was for Prime. You know how we were talking they, about how good some of the fights in Prime were because they had such a great sense of weight and scale to all the designs. I don't feel yeah. anything like that here. Well, Prime was also the, very. It was a very expensive show. The CGI still has weight to it. The problem is the 2D backgrounds make it harder for that to be shown with interaction with the environment. The black backgrounds are kind of flat in 2D, right? Yeah, they're 2D backgrounds. Eh. And for the most part, they're blended capably. Um, it's just a matter of there are some fight scenes that take place where the limitation is reached for what but you can do with But it does it that better blending. than, say, Superlink or Galaxy Force. I would say so. Like, you know, nothing's ice skating around. Everything has weight and momentum to it. You know, it's not like the magic floating everything in Energon. <laughs> well, part, sometimes that was a, a matter of the fact that they were using unfinished episodes and the Superlink episodes wouldn't have that. But then sometimes they would. So <laughs> I mean, I mean, the 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 technical functioning of the models is going to be what it is regardless. Yeah. But <clears throat> even then, sometimes there were some interesting things that <laughs> we're, we're not in Superlink at all and yet they were talking about the best with the uh, anyway that's a decade ago <laughs> okay so second question that's important to me is how is the characterization are the characters entertaining or are they irritating I was entertained they're nothing is Bumblebee as good as he was in Predacons Rising is the question Bumblebee is very frustrated so yes <laughs> it sounds like him in Predacons Rising. Bumblebee seems like he wishes he couldn't talk anymore. <laughs> the thing I like about Bumblebee and Predacons Rising is that when you overlay that that personality over the rest of Prime, it you know makes he's it... just been cursing every moment of every day. All those beeps. 
Yeah. They're actually sensor bars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like it, it makes him so much of a better character when you look back at everything and you can read every scene he's in completely differently. Because it's like, now you know his actual personality. And it's like, man, I would hate to be him. <laughs> like, for the first two episodes, Sideswipe gets a lot of the characterization time. Uh, strong arm stays pretty much to the uh, the plot la- or not the uh, the bio layout basically. Uh, but you know that's something that's going to come in later more. Basically, she's girl prowl. Um, is my yeah, I mean, husband. yeah. So like that's kind of where that goes for these episodes, but it works. Okay. And you know, probably make you want to punch something. Yeah. What about Grimlock? Grimlock is a little bit flat too. Like I said, most most of the characterization time went to sideswipe. Okay. But not really in a ham handed way. <laughs> he's shifting the, the kid focus. So he's not breaking hands off a of servo. Or no, he's you know, breaking arms off his toy. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Pork rinds. That sounds more like ice. Well, it's about time for breakfast, so... <laughs> yeah, we should, we should probably Spread wrap this up. Yeah. I'm probably going to cut all that out and use it separately. Um, Damn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was, a, that was good conversation, even if it wasn't, you know, on topic for the show. Just release it as RFC After Hours, the sexy <laughs> podcast. Well, no, we're, we're kind of doing something like that now with RFC Extra, taking, oh. uh, taking stuff from, like, pre- and post-show... That, is this go- where is this going then? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it could end up as part of that. There's no, there's no it's telling. A superhero time special report. <laughs> <laughs> extra, extra. <laughs> <laughs>